Two or More to Tango is a mature podcast. Well, I'm not so sure how mature we are, but we do talk about sex. So if you're a minor, wherever you live, turn this off and go find something else to listen to. Because who knows, we may be interviewing your parents or depending on how old you are, your grandparents, and you probably don't want to hear that. So everyone else, welcome to our world. like we needed a disclaimer because all the other podcasts have those disclaimers so all, all the cool kids have one you know, an easier way to say that is if you're a minor get off of here get off of my get off of my lawn right <laughs> tonight not, we're not that old we're not that old tonight we're going to talk about our visit to sorry i was swallowing <laughs> well we'll go ahead and start with that what are you drinking tonight i'm drinking a vodka tonic with Tito's vodka and Fever Tree tonic water. The light, um, whatever's in the silver and green bottle. <laughs> like that's the light. So tonight we're going to talk about our visit to Naughty New Orleans 2018. Short version, it was awesome. Have we been to one that hadn't been awesome yet? We have not, but every time we go, it's a different experience. It is. And this one was no different in that it was different. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all, does it? <laughs> and how much have we had to drink so Not far today? Not nearly enough for that. Today is Labor Day 2018, and you are listening to Two or More to Tango. brings new, sexy, fun adventures. One of the things that we love is there's also a very wonderful familiarity by now. We enjoy the hotel. The gentleman who has always been our bellman, even the valet parkers of, for our car. Which we, we do put all of them to work quite a bit, don't we? Yeah, we, we tip big because... Holy cow, we pack big. We uh, we post our pictures. If you ever if you follow us on Twitter, you'll see the pictures of what we pack up. I really and truly did not believe this year that they would be able to put it on one cart. And and actually, they didn't really, did they? Mm-mm. They uh, we had to carry some of it ourselves. But. It is from a, as you said, there's something new every time and we look forward to forward to the new stuff. 
But one thing that's constant every year is the friendships that we we make while we are there and those that we rekindle and renew. Now, there, there are some people that the only time we ever see them is at Naughty New Orleans, and yet they feel like family to us, and this is our time to get back with them. We will mention a lot of people tonight, and hopefully we won't leave anybody out. But if we do, it's not intentional. Right. It's the Tito's. It is the Tito's. And we're not going to talk about every sexy adventure that we had. And honestly, we're not even going to try to keep things in order. We had planned on doing this, I guess, the week after we got back. And then we had all kind of, I know you guys get tired of hearing this, but we had all kind of life stuff that happened, and it has delayed us recording until tonight. And if we try to record everything in order, we're just going to end up arguing with each other. And you may or may not have heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll say, that was Thursday, and then you'll say... No, that was Tuesday. And I'll say, no, that was Thursday. Except for, um, we have a really good edit uh, program that our the gentleman that edits for us. That's me. <laughs> that would be you. Oh, that, that was a compliment. I wasn't know you didn't know where you were going there. <laughs> you use that quite liberally. <laughs> so we're not going to go in order. We're not going to talk about every sexy adventure that we had, but we are going to talk about some of the main fun things that we did. We got there on Monday, like we always do. And after we settled in, we had a uh, prearranged meetup with one of our favorite couples of all time. There is no exaggerating. And we asked them what they wanted to be called. And they said Scarlet and Rhett. Which kind of fits them, doesn't it? Yep. They are very Southern. Yes. And very classy. Very classy. And very hot. I'm not so sure the real Scarlet from Gone with the Wind, though, was really classy. Okay. But that's another discussion for another podcast. You should have said, we'll talk about oh. that. <laughs> How does it go? You're a big Gone with the Wind I'll man. think about that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, fiddle a Another day. Tomorrow <laughs> is another day. But we have, we had looked so forward to meeting with them ever since we left them last year. We talked about them on our last Naughty New Orleans. Uh, Scarlet is the one that kind of broke the Sibian record of all time, and even Bunny of Sibian when we interviewed her, and we're talking to her off the air, and we talked about how many orgasms that Scarlett had on the Sibian. I don't know, was it six? Was it eight? It was a lot. It was a lot, and we just were all in amazement. I'm I'm surprised that she could walk out of the and, hotel. And you and her have just always had a really, really... Yeah, we chat throughout the year. ...connection. So we were really looking forward to meeting up with them. They were staying at another hotel on Monday. It had a pretty amazing rooftop hotel. We a pool. Yeah, uh, we we met with them and spent some time at the pool at their hotel, chilling, just relaxing and having a cocktail or three. And and they're the kind of people that for us, we meet with them, and that was enough. There's an instant comfort. It's just like we feel like we've known each other forever. And um, after a little while, we decided to go get changed. And we went and had dinner 
at one of their favorite restaurants. Do you remember the name of that place? I do not, but it was a really nice uh, steakhouse. Yeah, Scarlett and Rhett, would you please send us a note and remind us of the name of that place? Um, the the food was amazing. The um, wait staff was amazing, and the and, wine and the company and the company that we great. we were keeping was amazing. So we we spent time again. We on the pool. We had it takes us about two days to drive down there. So we were chilling, and it was really nice that afternoon to get out to that hotel pool. And it looks out on Jackson Square, and it looks out on the river. It's just, and it's got a bar up there. And it was just, I mean, we were almost limp. We were so relaxed. And then after that dinner, again, which, like you said, was just incredible, great, great steaks. And then we went back to their room, and we chatted a bit. And next thing we know, I'm talking with Rhett, and we look over, and you and Scarlett are making out on the sofa in the hotel suite. It seems to be a habit of ours. You two, we just can't keep you within reach of each other (laughs) without (laughs) something breaking out. And uh, we retired to their bedroom at that point, and we had a great time. I will say that Looking back, I felt like we needed to let you and Scarlett have more time together like we did last time. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of all just jumped in at once. but My guess is we, both couples, expected that we would play again. I hope so. I, I think one of the things that, and we we haven't really talked with them since we left, but I know, Scarlett and Red, if you're listening, just this is to you. If, if we'd have had our way, I think we'd have just spent most of, of Naughty in New Orleans with you guys just because we were so comfortable and we were, we just, we so, we enjoy you guys. And I think we'd have, if we'd have had our way, we'd have probably monopolized most of your days and nights. But we know that you have a lot of friends there too. And we didn't feel like it would be fair to monopolize all of your time. But we sure would have liked to. I think we need to find a way to get together with them where we can spend more than just an afternoon and evening with mm-hmm. them. I'd like to spend a lot more time with those two. So I said we weren't going to really necessarily go in order. But the thing that I think of next was it Tuesday. We were at the hotel bar. and Late afternoon. Yeah, and people came in earlier, I think, this year than last year. I think every year people are coming in. I think we're trendsetters. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I do know we were in the hotel bar watching people come in. And the next thing you know, as we're sitting at a table with a couple of people, and all of a sudden, everybody, every couple that was sitting there by themselves, you were grabbing them. Yeah, yeah. Totally appropriate way. Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> we saved the inappropriate for later. <laughs> but uh, Mrs. Tango was just grabbing them and saying, "Hey, come join us!" And by the time we got done, I think everybody in the bar was in one huge circle of tables, and everybody was chatting with each other. Everybody was, I mean, making connections, making connections. And, you know, on Tuesday night, there's no guarantee that they're all not in New Orleans. Correct. Although I think all of them were. 
They were. If they weren't, they probably want to be now. <laughs> but yeah, we had the entire bar uh, sitting around in, in one big circle of tables. And Jay and Angie have declared that this informal happening is our... The two or more to tango meet and greet. Yeah, they, they, they decided this should be formal. But on Tuesday night, we will have our two or more to tango meet and greet. And it works for us because we're lazy. And <laughs> all we do is show up and say, hey, come join our table. Well, you, you are quite the social director at pulling everybody in. And it, it's kind of funny, too, because there will be some people that you'll see the couple sitting at the table there in the bar. And they're just kind of, and we've been that couple, right? On more than one occasion. Where we look at each other and say, okay, I think we're being that couple that's sitting at the bar and looking like we're the most boring people in the world. And they're just, they don't really know anybody. And you are really, really good at grabbing them and just saying, come on, come join us. But that's also one of the things we love about Naughty New Orleans is it is that kind of inclusive atmosphere. So... We did, however, have an official on-the-program meet-and-greet. It was um, organized by Angie of Average Swingers, and it was a joint meet-and-greet between Average Swingers. Thursday morning, right? Thursday morning. Uh, Average Swingers, Tour More to Tango, uh, Pen and Page of Swinger Diaries, and, and Sex Interrupted. Tara and James. James. And this is the first time we've met Tara and James. Next shout out, Tara and James from Sex Interrupted. They very amazing couple. I want to call them cute, but that kind of almost makes them sound not as sexy as they are. But they're fun, they're funny, and they have a great podcast called Sex Un Sex Uninterrupted. So go look them up. And not that it matters. But they're Canadian. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we didn't know what to expect from that because it. I think that Angie talked to uh, Bob and he at some point actually put it on the, the official schedule. But it really was just an informal, uh, Jay and Angie in particular, posting on Twitter and maybe posting on their Facebook group, hey, if you have a podcast, Pen and Page had their they had a kit group that right. they invited them all to come to, and so that that was where a lot of the people came from. And and the what because we, really, who looks at the program once you get there? I don't know. Maybe people that are more organized than us. Not us. <laughs> There's a lot of people that do a lot of those. Uh, what do you call them? Those workshops and things and seminars. We need to actually do some of those, although it would require not doing other things and getting up early. But anyway, we, we were surprised. We, we posted informally, and what we said, the way it started was just two or three of us were talking on a kick group. I mean, it started out just Jane, Angie, and us, and Penn and Page. And Penn and Page were asking about the podcasters Q&A panel. That we've participated in in the last two or three years that for us has been very fun. It, it is. It, it gets a little interesting when you look at the mix of people that you have at that. But 
it wasn't on the, the schedule. And we started talking about, well, you know, we want to do it. We don't need to have anybody tell us to do it. And we decided we'd rather have it informal instead of a bunch of us sitting up on a panel on a stage and having people ask us questions. Let's just make it a meet and greet and you can ask us whatever you want while we're standing around in a group holding drinks. Yeah. And we, and it worked very well for us. However, we did have a little bit of a failure to communicate with the bar manager, <laughs> which. And what was the deal there? I know at one point they wanted us out of the bar. Well, the bar isn't open until it, it's open for breakfast and then it's open again after lunch. And he had a meeting of staff planned for noon. Oh, okay. So we had to kind of shuffle out in front of the bar. Ton of people, met a lot of folks. If you're listening and we met you there, we had a great time. I Jay, I think, owes me because I think I introduced him to at least a couple of sexy couples that he played with. So, Jay, you, you owe me for that. We actually had swag. Oh, we did. We had, uh, we had, what we have? We had fun bags with our, well, <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of, well, those were there too. We had uh, some canvas bags with our logo on it and some water bottles, which you really need. Aluminum water bottles. You really need to drink a lot of water. With our logo on them. And. Uh, handful of shirts. Yep. It was just. And a ton of stickers. I don't know why, what you do with a sticker, but we had a bunch of them. <laughs> and. Jan Angie had stuff, and I think maybe pen and page. Yeah. And then we had, a, uh, again, this wasn't just for us. We said it was for anybody out there who had a podcast was welcome. We had at, one, at least one lady that came in that had a podcast. Hers was more of a sexual educational kind of thing, I think. Yep. Somewhere we have a. If we find it, we'll. Our business card, but. Yeah. If we find it, we'll post it. So that was uh, a lot of fun. We met a lot of people, had a great time. Sometime around this time of the week, the plan was concocted to have a fun afternoon of play with both our Sibian, which we have deemed Ruby. Thank you for your And why do we have it deemed Ruby? Because it's a ruby red leather. Right, we got it back right before, not in New Orleans. For a lot of you who may be listening to this, listen to us for the first time because this is our not in New Orleans episode. We have a Sibian that we have had forever. We sent it back to Sibian to get recovered, and they gave us a very nice bright red cover. So we now call our Sibian Ruby, thanks to all the people that inputted their Name ideas. <laughs> Name ideas. Anyway. So we um, had uh, Tom and Bunny, uh, who have a motor bunny, suggested we have a, oh, wasn't a competition. No, it was like a dueling pianos. Dueling. Dueling sex toys um, between the motor bunny and the Sibian. And let me, let me just, for those of you who may not know Tom and Bunny, they are at TomAndBunny.com. And if you don't know them, and, and on Twitter, they're at Swing with T and B, like T-N-B. 
and they actually don't have a audio podcast. They have basically video blogs, video podcast, but describe how they set that up. Well, the afternoon was to be with two women on the machines and they would be holding the other's controllers and they would be just seeing how fun they could have facing each other. So one would be on one machine, one would be on the other machine. They would be facing each other and one would hold the control to the other one's That's what I said. Yep. And there was a little bit of seeing who could make the other woman orgasm first. Yeah, yeah. Which and we expected, so they they approached us for that, and we said sure. And again, we're not going to go. We're not going in chronological order. But you're right. Since that was hatched there, we might as well go there. We expected there to be three, four couples, maybe five couples besides Tom and Bunny and Mister Tango and I. Yeah, I think when we did it, we were talking about twenty-eight to thirty. Well, we we were talking about, do, are we going to have any other couples that are going to want to, where the women will be willing to do that? And so, Jay and Angie mentioned, I think, you know, this person will do it. And, and there was somebody we knew that we thought was going to do it. We'll talk more about that. And Tom and Bunny, they said they knew a couple of couples that might be interested but once we set it up and the people started pouring into our room. We ended up with uh, 28, 30 people in the room. We had a ton of people in the room. There were at least 30 people. It was quite the party. <laughs> it was. We had lots of booze, of course, in the room. And we had some ladies that were not shy at all to start off just stripping right down jumping right on the Sibians and having a really good time with them. And everybody was, of course, clapping and cheering and everybody was watching the women. It is it's pretty much impossible to ride a, a Sibian or Sibian like and not orgasm. And they, everybody was cheering them, turn it up, turn it up, get it to 11 and watching the women as they're getting close, getting close. And then, you know, I don't think there was any like betting, like horse race betting. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a lot of, okay, who's going to be the first one to orgasm? And when somebody did, I mean, and then it's obvious, everybody clapped and cheered, and then they would slowly bring them back down. It would take them a minute with the rubber legs to get off of it, clean them up, and go Starting to the out. next couple. And again, we only expected there to be three or four or five couples. So we thought this would go pretty quick. And we had uh, several friends that came expecting to participate. But when so many people were there, they kind of backed off on it, um, even though they really wanted to. But they were the... It was, a, it was a little much. It was intimidating. To have... It could have been intimidating. An entire group of... 30 plus people in the room who some of whom you didn't know and you're right for a couple of the people that we're talking about they didn't really know the, the rest of the people now it's not in new orleans 
a lot of play goes on in front of people that you don't know. But we had no shortage. There was no pause of ladies getting on the Sibian. However, I think that Mrs. Tango noticed. The play wasn't going the way I had anticipated it. Or wanted it to go. The way I wanted it to go. (laughs) So what was missing from the play? There was no interaction between the two women on the two different toys. What do you describe interaction? Um, They didn't touch each other. Yeah, there was a little bit of kissing, a little bit. Well, I was cleaning toys attachments (laughs) between, so I didn't didn't see a whole lot. But there wasn't a lot. And um, no no, no kissing? There was a little bit. But it wasn't the way that you like to play on it. So the couple of women, different times, let me see, two, three times, we had women on it. We probably had about six women before you. And then there was a woman who got on there, Ms. Peach. She And Peach is hot. And she is. First time we have ever met her. Her husband says that he calls her Peach because she's sweet and juicy. And boy, howdy. <laughs> and I think you both kind of grabbed each other. I don't know that you had intended to join the play. I did not. But you grabbed each other and said, okay, let's let's take this up a notch. And her brain worked the same way your brain did. It did. And why don't you describe how y'all played? Um, we were more, a little more aggressive. <laughs> a little more? <laughs> aggressive meaning? There was a lot of interaction, a lot of kissing, a lot of nipple sucking and licking. And I heard Angie was sitting behind her, yeah. behind Peach. And I heard her say, look at Mrs. Tango's nails. They're in her back. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. You left some nail prints there. Yeah, you two were really getting not only into the Sibian. But you two were really getting into each other. We we were having a good time. And we we had a note from Peach in text afterwards saying that as soon as you started licking and sucking on her nipples, that she squirted. She had an orgasm and squirted all over the ruby. It was kind of hard for you to tell at the time. I, you both orgasmed pretty well, but you two really stepped it up. You seem to really enjoy it. Yeah, it, it. I needed help getting back to my feet. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Then, I think you helped me up. Well, and speaking of Brandon, there's one other thing we have to bring up that I, I didn't even put into our notes. At one point, of course, Jay was laying on the bed and Brandon was laying on the bed and Angie was there. Jessica had thought 
of Brandon and Jessica. Brandon is Angie's, uh, Angie Jay's partner in crime on the AS Bull live Twitter feeds. 6.30 every Saturday. Every other Saturday. Every other Saturday, 6.30 Central Time. Go to Twitter and, and listen to them and watch them. But his wife, Jessica, who we had met. Who was really hot. Who was very hot. She, I think she would have gotten on there. But like somebody else that had actually practiced in our room a night or two before, it was just a little bit too big of a crowd. Yeah. So at one point after you and Peach had played and a couple more ladies had played, it, it, it went on for a long time. But I was teasing and I looked over at Jay and I said, okay, Jay, your turn. Okay. We should insert here that there is. Insert. <laughs> insert. Um, there are attachments for both devices, um, both the Motor Bunny and the Sibian. Uh, for male enjoyment. Well, and I don't know that they're as much for male because I know some people use them just, they, there are some women that just don't like penetrative sex. I know that. Oh, I so they're never, not, so they're not designed no. specifically for men, you but will, men will enjoy them. Yeah. You will see Sibians that are in a public bar and women riding them and you still get the vibration on the clit. You just don't have the penetration. And a lot of times in bars, they're not allowed to have the mm -hmm. penetration in public. But we, we had for both of the toys. That's a dumb rule. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think, I can't remember which of the two of the sapphic swingers, one of them talked about, she doesn't like penetration. So I said, okay, Jay, your turn, time to jump on, just teasing the way Jay and I tease each other. And he sits up the way Jay does and he starts to unbutton his shirt and he grabs Brandon and I thought he was just going to do what we would do being guys is kind of pretend yeah yeah let's go let's go and then we'd all laugh it off and next thing you know he has no pants on the next thing you know he's just butt naked and, and so is Brandon he turns to Brandon and boy if you want the definition of a good friend <laughs> a good friend is you're a guy, you take all your clothes off, they put the non-penetrative things on the Sibians, and you turn to your friend and say, come ride with me. And without hesitation, Brandon, this is the This is the absolute definition of ride or die. That's right. <laughs> without a moment's hesitation, Brandon was stripped naked. And he was on the other one. And the crowd... You guys are my heroes. Oh, I love you. The crowd just went wild. And they had each other's. They were revving it up. And they sat on there longer than 10 seconds. I was I was very, very surprised. Jay, Brandon, you know, I got a whole new level of respect for you two guys. Since we're not really going in any particular order, we, we talked about a... Uh, sexy lady that had, we've been friends for years and and her and her husband they are sexy they're funny they're just a, a lot of fun to hang out with we had talked about this contest with her she's competitive oh my gosh holy cow she is competitive do not dare her anything no because you're gonna go down and she 
said she wanted to try the Sibian, and she was going to practice on it so that, by gosh, the next day when we had this party, she was going to jump in there. and want She it. knew how it felt. And she, she was going to know what she was doing. Yeah. And so they came to the room, and we had the Sibian set up. She also wanted to know what Scarlett's record was. <laughs> she it, had, did we say she was competitive? Yeah, yeah. And we told her. So she got on the Sibian, and I don't remember if you sat and kissed on her while she was on. Well, heck yeah. Of course you did. And She's hot. Her, She is hot. And her husband ran the controls, because that's what we like to do. And she had, she didn't beat Scarlett's record, but she did well for herself. She did. She had several orgasms, as far as I could tell. And and that was really the intent of them coming up for the evening was, was I mean, it was just, it was just training. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was just training, right? But as she... Was that the night that you were painted? I don't remember. Because I know you had a skirt on, and you don't often wear a skirt. And I know you wear a skirt when you're painted. One night, we'll talk about this in a minute. But anyway, but you were kind of sitting on the floor next to her when she kind of collapsed and got off. And I think she surprised you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. And I'm looking at you to take over from there. And uh, she started going down on me. And she started with her hand as far as I could tell. Maybe while she was still on the Sibian, maybe. I think it was when she had just kind of collapsed off of it. I'm sure if she listened, she'll correct us. <laughs> Whatever it was, she was good at it. Yeah. Next I... thing you know, she was going down on you. Which was a total surprise. Yes, I did not expect that. I greatly appreciated it and enjoyed it. She apparently knew what she was doing. She, just a little bit. She, just a little bit. She, she she might have licked a pussy or two in her day. And you had a very nice orgasm. I did. And it, my only regret is that I didn't get to reciprocate. That's true. You did not. Next time. You know, the two guys we watched and we were enjoying it. Fortunately, these two are givers. And they made sure they took care of the guys when that was done. To or givers that way. Or givers that way. But when she did get to the the Sibian party, she 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 really had a bit of a deer in the headlights. It, it was it was intimidating. I think she would have gone through it. She had a look in her face, but and we were feeding her Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we told her. I mean, you could just tell from looking. This wasn't what she thought she'd signed up for. And we said, "Hey, it's okay. You don't have to do this." And she was like. Thank you. There's a, uh, another couple that we met. We talk about the the couple that we're just talking about or a couple we've known a long time. But we always meet new couples that are fun. And we met a really unusual couple that we had brunch at. Unusual in a good way. What's the name of that place we like to have our brunch? Cafe Beignet. It's not the Cafe Beignet that's down on Jackson Square. No, that's Cafe Dumont. That's why it's not that one. <laughs> but it's a Cafe Beignet. It is on Bourbon Street, just a block or two from the hotel. I found it funny that you 
uh, couldn't remember this earlier today when you were drinking your morning coffee today out of a mug from that place. <laughs> and I take in my notes and I'm writing whatever the name of that place is while I'm drinking. For, that's, a, that's a very good point. It was early. but It was 10 o'clock. It was early. But we, we like to have brunch there. It's an open air kind of cafe place. They With jazz always, playing. And they have spritzers. Is that what you call them? Air misters. Air misters. Yeah, they don't have people walking around with little... Squirt bottles. Squirt bottles. <laughs> Ma'am, spritz. <laughs> <laughs> You're so weird. But they have misters. And missuses. And missus. Okay, we're going to move on from that. And we met this... It's a, it's a nice place to go and have brunch. It is. And we met a couple named Tori and Soul. And we invited them to have brunch with us. Now, you had met them online in a forum for podcasters? No. No. Where did you meet them? You met them online. I think just Twitter. Okay. I think just Twitter. And they're they're talk about why they're unusual for the lifestyle. Uh, Tori and Saul are a female couple. However, they are not lesbians. They are by women who are married to each other. And it's kind of funny. Talk. We must have sat and talked with them for an hour, hour, and, hour and a half. I, I felt kind of bad afterwards. It's like, well, it's all this fun stuff to do, and it's your first naughty in New Orleans, and we're taking up all your time just talking. But they're that kind of couple. They're very intelligent. They're witty, very sexy. Beautiful. Oh, just, yeah, just drop dead gorgeous, both of them. And, but they just got a very unique uh, take on the lifestyle. Yeah. And, and so their experiences are different. And they laugh about, everybody assumes when they meet people, of course, people are very cool with a, a pair of women that are married to each other in the lifestyle, not in New Orleans. But everybody just assumes they're lesbian. And when they say, no, we're not, we're bi. We want to have sex with your husband, too. <laughs> everybody goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to have a podcast. And, and once they are up and running, we will um, connect with them and interview them and introduce you to them. I would really like it when their podcast comes up and we talk to them about this and they're ready to launch it. We'd like to get them on the air here and we'd like to introduce them to y'all because you're really, really going to like them. They are very articulate. And again, they have a very different kind of lifestyle. Next, and and like we said, we're not going to try to describe every fun encounter or everything we did, but, uh, and the parties were, were always pretty amazing. Bob and Tess really put on a show. And this one was special for them. This was their 20th anniversary of Naughty in New Orleans. Naughty, um, not Naughty. Uh, New Orleans is their hometown. This is where they live. And it's kind of hard to imagine an event like this going on for 20 years. And it's really, really grown. Even in the five years that we've been attending. If you think about it. It's been going on for 20 years. There are people that have gone to this thing for 20 years. We were listening to Average Swingers a little while ago this afternoon, and they Their talked about... episode with Brandon and Jessica. Mm -hmm. And they 
were discussing that people who were at this year's event, if they were there celebrating the 20th anniversary, they could have been 20 or 30. Yeah, and so if, if you your first one was when you were 35, you would be there now at 55. I mean, it's it's and it it's grown. This one was huge. This one was very 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 large. There were two complete hotel takeovers and then an overflow. And it's amazing what a wonderful job they still do. They had several uh, um, of the evening parties off-site. One of the events was at, not the Hard Rock Casino, Hard Rock Hotel, the... Hustler? No. Well, yeah, that we went there, too. You talking about the House of Blues? House of Blues. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they had a really nice night at the House of Blues. Uh, that was really fun. And then, but I will mention the glow night. They had one, and it was in the hotel, and it was glow night was the theme. And Mrs. Tango got painted from the waist up, and we'll have to find and put a link to the lady who did it. And the theme, and if you um, go search our Twitter, do they? I don't know anything about Twitter. Can you go back and find it? Sure. There is a photograph on our Twitter uh, account from back a month ago. Of you, your paint job, my painting. which was Starry Night by Van Gogh, and it was glow-in-the-dark paint. And I know when, I didn't realize it till Jay and I were looking at you through these glasses that they had around, but the stars on it were 3D. So if you had a little bit of Tito's, like we all did. That was a little trippy. That was a little trippy. I couldn't see it, but. I know in the one ballroom. Uh, as we were walking around, Dan and Chrissy, if we've mentioned Dan and Chrissy before. They're Dan, awesome. They're from Texas. They're friends of Jay and Angie's. We met them, uh, we met them last, last year, kind of, sort of. And then we really got to spend a little bit more time at the pub crawl that we were at with them in Fort Worth this year that we talked about. Dan is the guy that's like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> But he's the nicest guy. They're both sexy as hell. Chrissy is a free spirit who, if she had been around in the 60s and 70s, should have fit right in. She just she just has that free hippie kind of spirit, and I mean that in just the best way. They're both incredibly sexy and hot. And I know as you were walking through the ballroom one night, Dan got you on one side, Chrissy got you on the the other side, and they were kissing and licking Ooh. on your nipples. Tingly now. I thought you were going to just orgasm right there on the floor. <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, all over the place. And you probably would have if they kept going for a few more minutes. <laughs> uh, speaking of great couples, we got to meet up again with, uh, we don't really have names for them, G and A. They go on Twitter by Wasn't Us, and we got to meet up with them. We had talked with them quite a bit. We had planned for her to get her first Sibian ride, and circumstances happened, and, and we weren't able to do that. But next year. But next year. Thank if you. not between. And I, I just wanted to, to shout out to them because there are some couples where you just can't talk to them without smiling and they're both very sexy they're both a lot of fun but she's one of those ladies that has a smile 
and a laugh every time you look at her. Mm -hmm. And she just lights up. I mean, almost literally, if she was in a dark room, I think there would just be a glow around her (laughs) because she has just got that sparkling personality. And so hopefully next time that, that we see them, we'll be able to let her try the Sibian. And I, and when we mention couples like that, who's the other couple that you think of when I talk about the, the gal having that infectious personality? Ray and D are people that, um, own a business in Toledo, Ohio, not Italy. (laughs) We think not. You'd never know. ToledoParties.com and they're at Club Euphoria on Twitter. But keep going. But they are really fun. She has an infectious laugh. And Ray, he once, when you first meet him, he's very quiet and kind of laid back. And I think he's just scoping things out, um, checking everybody else out and seeing the lay of the land. But uh, he's very fun. He is. And she's just a little stick of dynamite. She's like a little, she's a party. All by herself. She's just a party in a little package. And it was incredible to meet them. And I I didn't tell you this, but I, I Twittered or texted them the other day. And I just said, okay, we're coming to visit you guys. And they said, when, 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 when? So they happen to be between us and a family member. So, so we're going to work that out. We're going to come visit you guys. Uh, other people that we met this time. For the I first think time. we may have met Tangerine of Tangerine's Dreams. Uh, if you recall from two years ago with our. We definitely did meet her. Yes, we met Tangerine. Okay. Um, we had, we interviewed. Um, Brian. Brian. Thank you. Brian and Jill at. That was two not any two not, ago. Yeah, two new, two years ago, uh, about their they were the, train. The pirate and the naughty winch. Yes, they were. I'm doing Santa Claus. <laughs> they were not dressed up as Santa Claus. <laughs> that was this year. <laughs> what do you do with a drunken sailor? They were pirates. They had a sex train. Yeah. In California, and. Get on board. They that business has been shelved for the time being, but by government bureaucracy finagling. But there, we will put a link to their um, what they're doing now in our show notes. Yep, and we we had not met Tangerine before, like you said, we had met Brian and and Jill. Uh, she's another one that's kind of small and has kind of a small little voice. But holy crap, she is hot. She is. She is really, really hot. So, again, we're not going to talk about every playtime. We're not going to. We did talk. We do want to talk about one that was a funny experience. It was kind of hot, but it was funny. Every year, we try to take one night and just Mrs. Tango and I go into the group room and just. It's just for us. Reserve it. For two of us, but we like to do it in the group room because Mrs. Tango has that exhibitionist streak, and we just like the environment. If you've never been to Naughty New Orleans, the group room is humongous. It's dark with kind of a reddish light, I think, in that room. I think the glow is kind of a red. and Beautiful silk curtains. Silk, 
sheer curtains that go around things. Of course, it's the group room, so you can see people on the beds around you. They have the um, infusers. Is that what you call them? Mm-hmm. Smell- diffusers. Diffusers, the smelly good things. It's a very sensual environment. So last year we went to do that, and as we were playing, we had a couple next to us that asked as I was going down on Mrs. Uh, Tango, we had a couple that was on the bed next to us respectfully ask if they could kind of play with her while I was going down on her, and we said, sure. And then... It ended up, we had some great... um Holy crap. Fun with them, all the four of us together. It was like, holy crap, great foursome. It was really, really, really good. Unfortunately, and we were really looking forward to playing with them again this year. They were anticipating coming, and then something, they had a, their plans they fell had through. They had an issue that fell through this year, next year, guys. So this year, once again, we go just to play the two of us. And uh, once again, as we're playing, we see a couple that, is in the bed above us who we coincidentally had just had lunch had dinner next sitting next to them and tables at we had just been seated next to each other yeah and we had and as huge as not in new orleans is as big as the group rooms are it really was quite a coincidence and i didn't really realize who they were as we were playing mrs tango did and and we had a fun little interaction with them. They she reached out to them to her, and that led to some fun interaction again. But that isn't the part we want to talk about. The part that was really fun was one the the good part or the funny part. Mrs. Tango. It was not good. <laughs> it was not good. Well, Mrs. Tango was going down on me, and she is really really good at that. And she was wearing this really cool pierced nipple chain. So she has pierced nipples, and it hooks, and there's a you have the pierced nipple jewelry, and there's a chain that goes between them, and it's pretty cool, pretty ornate. And she was going down on me, and I went to lift her up on top of me, and all of a sudden she's like, no, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm not really sure you know, normally when she's going on down on me and we're playing, I'm going, I'm the one who goes, stop, stop, because I don't want to come too quick. And turns out the chain was caught on my balls. <laughs> and I still don't quite know because I'm shaved down there. No, it just, the the chain was caught underneath of I, you. I would have really thought out of notice something like that but you must have had me very distracted (laughs) (laughs) so we had to take a little time and disentangle before we went further the other part though that that happened during that playtime, and we we don't typically like to talk about negative things we're going to raise this as a public interest and it really is playroom etiquette the group room was very very crowded there was a record number of people this year People are waiting to get on the beds. Again, very respectful people, very quiet. They're standing at the edge waiting. When you do get off a bed, not in New Orleans has these great teams of people that strip the bed, disinfect, clean, put clean sheets on it, towels, the whole nine yards. But it was very crowded. Remember, too, there was a ton of people there this year. So talking about all of us playing on the where we were, 
there were two couples next to us. Might have been three. And they finished as we were all still playing. And then they just laid on the beds as if they were in their own room. And had a conversation. And not a quiet conversation. No, they were distracting. They were really loud. And it, it was particularly loud in that environment because I described that sensual environment when people, I mean, there's the sound of sex because you got a whole bunch of people in a very large group room. So there's the sound of the sex. When people are talking to each other, they're kind of whispering and talking quietly because you're respectful of the people that are around you. They're just talking really loud like they were in their room, and they were talking about everything from... Lobsters to Mormons. And... What else? um, Souped-up cars. And just talking like they were in their bedroom and like they were in a McDonald's or something. And really loud. And again, other people were waiting... And they just sat there forever. It was really, really distracting. It was very... And there were people waiting. Yeah, it was very non-thoughtful to the people that were waiting. If you want to just chat, you can get up and leave, and there's places where you can go chat. And probably pizza there. So, yeah, and we know there would be pizza there. So just as a little playroom etiquette tip, if you're in a group room somewhere and you're done playing, we've talked about one of the nice parts of play with couples you like is when you're done sitting and visiting some. So if you're in a room, that's fine. If you're in a group room and you finish, okay, you can lay there for a short time and kind of whisper and chat with each other, but make sure you don't distract other people. And if other people are waiting, give up the beds. The end. The end. That is our public service announcement for the night. And then, I guess before we go on to our post not in New Orleans, lots of parties. I'm trying to remember all the parties. Uh, we There was the one party you, you started talking about. Was that the Hustler Club? Or the Penthouse Club? The, the Hustler, Hustler Club. Club. That was right across the street from the hotel. And we walked in, and it was beautifully appointed. I I don't know what I expected because we'd never been in there before, but it was it was beautiful. It was a lot of beautiful women dancing, um, but with poles that went up two stories. Yeah, and some of the and some of them climbed up those poles two stories. We were with somebody who. Uh, has taken pole dancing lessons and we were getting an education from her on how hard that is. How hard that is. Right. Uh, But it is interesting. We enjoyed it. But were it not in New Orleans, we would not have paid to see topless women. (laughs) Yeah. But it was fun. They had a... And that was different this year. There was a big party at Pat O'Brien's this year, which was different. Oh, yeah. And that was that was fun. It was not a takeover. There were vanilla folks there while we were there. But there was an area that we pretty much took over. Uh, but we had to be a little careful. There was no the women couldn't go topless and the like. But it was it was fun and different because it was Pat O'Brien's. You had the beach party. You had all the parties. Razoo. Razoo. 
bourbon cowboy. Uh, that we went to the drinkery. The, I don't remember that one. That was the first. We actually went to that twice. We went to that Monday night and Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. That was before the Not In Your Ones actually started. No, we did not go We did not go to it on Monday night. We were otherwise occupied. I was going to say, I think we were otherwise occupied Tuesday, doing something Tuesday, else. Tuesday night. and Wednesday we went. I don't remember. That's why we're not trying to do things in order. <laughs> uh, one that I just wanted to mention, we're at the Swamp. The other party was swamped. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. We were having a good time. A lot of people when you were there. It was later in the week. Uh, We were inside the bar next to the stage on the dance floor. It was hot as hell like it always is. So we were inside drinking uh, Tito's and tonics. Uh, They had a sexy twister game going up on the stage. I saw Dan and Chrissy up there dancing. Not on the Twister, but just up near there. They were having fun. Bob gave a little short thank you speech. It was toward the end, and we were chatting with a very sexy couple. And I was kind of chatting with the wife of this sexy couple. We're not going to name them because we didn't ask their permission for this. And the next thing I know, Mrs. Tango had this guy's cock out of his pants there on the dance floor and was giving him a very sexy blowjob. So what I want to know is, how did that happen? I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> You're right in the middle of the dance floor. Well, I'm no, but how did <laughs> how did it go from talking to that? It just evolved. It was it a was natural just organic. Thing. It was just organic. I mean, you didn't just walk up to him and say, "Excuse me, let me take your cock out and suck no, it." No, he was kissing me, and ah, see, there was something. Going on. <laughs> he was. He's a really good kisser. Okay, and. We were enjoying each other, and and you decided to okay. Well, I didn't see y'all kissing, so that's what that's why I said I just turned around and you were doing that. His partner, you asked permission. I asked permission, and I mean, you asked his permission. I I saw his eyes. He no, he wasn't going to turn that down. And I asked her too. And you asked her permission, and she had a big grin, and she said sure. And I guess what else? Uh, we did have Angie and Jessica once again ride the bull at which party was that? Was that that was also at the swamp, right? That was at the swamp. And, uh, Jessica wasn't there before. We yeah, we paid for the two of them to ride together on the bull. And they apparently went, rules have changed since last year. Really? I mean you got foam everywhere, you got this huge bull, you got everybody naked and drunk, you got blowjobs going on out in the foam. But, yeah, we're going to have a rule that two women can't ride the bull at the same time. However, it was a good rule because there there must have been a leak or something in the the air foamy mattressy thing underneath the bull because it was. Oh, that's right. It was hard for him to get up on it. Yeah. Because it was it was just not there was no air in it. There was no support for getting up on there. But Angie. Jessica, you both did an amazing job. It's uh, hot. Among other miscellaneous stuff, we had a really fun interview in Jane Angie's room. I think they're going to release it as their 100th episode. And we had John and Jackie Melfi in there. From um, They are club owners in Dallas and Houston and New Orleans. And we were with Penn and Page. Oh, of- and they also won... King and Queen of Naughty New Orleans oh, they 2018. Did. And we were with Penn and Page of Swinger Diaries and Tara and James from 
Sex Interrupted. And when you go look for their podcast, look for SU on the air. Uh, if you just go into your podcast app and you type Sex Interrupted, you'll have a hard time finding it. We'll put links on our uh, website and we'll put links on the episode notes so you can find them. But we started out with a really fun game. Describe the game. Put it was a spot here. <laughs> it was a list of questions. Who would be most likely to? And it would be. It were things like. I don't remember the questions now. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. You question. know what? You'll have to listen to the interview on Average Swingers. And it'll be their hundredth episode. Where are they at now? Uh, 80, 97, 97, 98, something like that. It's coming. Just watch them for their hundredth episode. We had a lot of fun with them and, and the questions were a lot of fun. And somehow we got to where the answer to every question was Jay, but that's kind of the way (laughs) things go. And then we also had a laid back interview with Jay and Angie. Uh, Sunday morning. It was Sunday morning because it was episode 97 on their website. So if you want to hear it, it's episode 97, and it's called A Sunday Tango. So I guess you're right. It must have been Sunday morning. We None of us were awake at that time. But we had a good time. And then it was Sunday, and we did our thing, and we sat and waved goodbye to people as they left. And if... Doing something two times in a row is a tradition. I think we have started a tradition. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ready Jam are, are really good friends of ours. Very, very sexy couple. Just a ton of fun. And we chat with them a lot during the week and like to hang with them during the week. But on Sundays, we did it last year. We did it last year and we did it again this year. We just like to spend a little downtime with them. We started out with breakfast with them and... And Satin Sheets joined us. And... We will put their... Jay and Angie of Average Swingers. Were they at breakfast with mm-hmm. us? Was yep. that when we were all next to the kitchen? Yeah. Ah, I forgot about that. So we had breakfast with them and then everybody went and... Did their thing. Did their thing. And... Some of us went home. Well, oh, we, we left brand- out a couple of things. Uh, one part of our tradition is we go with satin sheets and Mr. and Mrs. Ready to Jam and go to Bourbon Cowboy. And Where we, Mrs. Ready to Jam rides the bull. She does. And boy, can she ride that bull. And and again, it's just kind of a nice... I think she stayed on a little bit longer this year after tips from Brandon. Brandon's a real-life cowboy, isn't he? I think he used to be. Although he wasn't with us at this no. time. He was just satin sheets and us. He got a little hotter after I learned that. He, he's hot He's hot already. <laughs> but you like the fact he's a cowboy. Yeah, his, his hotness meter increased. One totally vanilla thing that we did before that, though. That was really fun. We went to a tour of one of the New Orleans cemeteries with a uh, tour guide, and I've forgotten the name of... Two Chicks. Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. We'll put a link to that, too. Two Chicks Guided Tours. She was a hoot and a half, and we went to a, one of the best or the most famous New Orleans cemeteries. Cemetery number one. And these cemeteries and the story of, we won't go into it here. That's not what you come to listen to us, but it's, it's fascinating how 
they put generations and generations of people in one kind of vault area. But we went and saw the cemetery that Marie Laveau. And who is, is Marie Laveau? Marie Laveau is the acclaimed or infamous, whichever you want to use, voodoo priestess. However, her name and her history has been maligned. Uh, she's not what you hear in movies. So you just have to go look it up yourself. And there is this one astonishing, very new crypt in the cemetery oh. that's empty as of yet that belongs to Nicolas Cage. Yeah, there are rules on these. These the, the cemeteries are very historical. And, the, and the, this this cemetery is owned by the diocese the Catholic diocese in the area. And it's very strict rules. And you look at some of these, these crypts and you basically they put you in these things and you can't rebury somebody for over a year. It's like a year and a day. There's some kind of rule, but the bottom line is you get to a point where you kind of turn into powder and they'll pull you out and then they'll put somebody else in and mix them in with you or something like that. But it's a way that you can have generations and generations in a crypt. And you look at some of these and some of them are kept in perpetuity. Did you like the way I spit that word out? That's a good word. And some of them have just kind of degraded, but they're very historical. Some of them go way, way back. The, the to the 1700s. The tour guide was just giving us the history of all these people. And so the there are rules on what they can look like, except if you're Nicholas Cage. And have a gazillion dollars. And he's got one that is this big, ugly, white pyramid. Literally, it's a pyramid. And apparently, even though you're not supposed to, and I don't know if it's a Catholic thing or a rule for the cemetery. Um, he, he paid several million dollars to disinter the occupants of his spot and paid to have... Um, some drainage improvements done in that area and built this big. And he, his plan, if he doesn't have them there, is to also have his dog buried there. Which is against the Catholic Church's doctrine. Hey, if you're Nicholas Cage, who cares? Anyhow. So that was our vanilla thing. I Then Monday morning, we pack up and we do our fond farewell and we just say, how in the world did this week Go, Go so fast. So give me a shot. Give me one more. Give me three. You better make it fall. Take a bucket of beer and the wine over there. And I swear, I just don't care till the morning. We're not as much fun as we had when we were in New Orleans. There were people we missed. Yeah, the fun Italian couple, Nick and Cleo, are a couple of our favorite people. We just really got to know them last year. And we did an interview with them. I know you guys were there. I think I saw you once or twice. We, I don't know if I saw either one of them. Uh, we probably said hello in a crowd, but we never really got a chance to talk to you two. So we missed having a little bit more time with you. Then there's John and Allie from SwingerCast. They had some live issues going on. In... Yeah, it, it was weird. John and Allie have been off the air for a while because of different life things. They are the original 
uh, lifestyle podcasters. All the rest of us, almost all of us, we all came from them in terms of they're the ones who really started the whole thing. And it's odd for them not to be there for us because every naughty in New Orleans we've been to, we've been part of the Swinger Cast group that they've set up. So can't wait for you guys to get back on the air and can't wait to see you two again. Mr. and Mrs. Jones from We've Got a Thing, they have some wonderful things going on in their podcast world with classes and interactive things. Go check them out. They were a couple that we met at our very first night in New Orleans before we had a podcast. And so we missed you guys. LG Fun, so L and G are a couple that were our very first listeners that we ever met. And they weren't there, and we really missed them this year. Then Michael and Holly from Playboy. I think they lead a very busy life, and this year they popped in and out very quickly. We missed having a chance to chat with you guys. I chatted, actually chatted with Michael quite a bit before, not in New Orleans, but we never really got a chance to chat with them. A favorite couple of ours from Chicago. Uh, their Twitter's Living Sexy 24-7. We missed you guys, and we are... We really are coming to are gonna Chicago. are going to come visit. <laughs> then there's Ann and Cole. We have had fun with them in New Orleans and had fun with them in our own home, in our handy-dandy room <laughs> on our air mattress. Yeah, we we missed you guys, too. We are going to get together. G and N from Florida and Mrs. Tango and I were talking as we were recording this, and I said, do you remember what names we used for them? And we don't, and I'm too lazy to go pull up the podcast to remember or to send you a, a note. But you know who you are. You know who you are, and we missed you guys. And Mrs. Puppy, who we've chatted with and I, I've chatted a lot with on kick and she was not able to make it this time either. And we missed you. I know she has said that she would be like to be the one to introduce you to a little bit of BDSM. Yeah. She said you have a very spankable ass and she would like to spank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you, no words. You don't know where to go. From <laughs> don't know where there, to go. I don't know where to go with that. Those are just some folks that kind of stood out. I'm sure there's other people that we missed that we forgot to mention, but we were just, as we were talking about this for the podcast, we realized there's a bunch of people we're used to seeing that we missed this year, which is kind of unusual since there were more people there than there ever been. I think there were like... There were 27 million people there. Literally. I counted each of them. 27 million and two. One couple got in right under the last. Oh. Yep. Lucky them. I think from the lameness of that, it is probably time for us to end this. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at www.twoormortotango.com. Our email is tango at twoormortotango.com. And you can find us on Twitter, and we're pretty active on Twitter. We post a lot of things. We have posted the... Uh, photo like we mentioned of mrs tango with her starry night paint job on twitter and there we are two or more to tango and i think that's pretty much it for this evening unless there's something else you can think of i got nothing okay well then from mr tango i'm mrs tango
stop laughing at me. <laughs> that was just so much longer than there were a few people we missed. <laughs> I just want to set it up. I want to be pleasant and and <laughs> sincere. There, there you are indeed. <laughs> you know, if you can fake sincerity, <laughs> you've got it made. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 